0: This is The Couple Next Door, script number 180 for Friday, September 5th, time 2.30 to 2.45 p.m., current New York time. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Put Bounce in the Baby with Jell-O Week. Tell everybody you know And don't, don't, don't let the week
1: go by Without J-E-L-L-O
0: This is Don Wilson reminding you that if you want to put bounce in the baby, try Jell-O. Bright, colorful, wiggly Jell-O. So soft and cool for baby mouths. So good for babies, too. Babies love Jell-O. Give your baby Jell-O this week. J-E-L-L-O
2: About? Oh well,
3: you've cleaned off the top of the desk again, yes. honey. How many times have I asked? You? I begged you not to touch things on the top of the desk. Here, I am trying to pack well, up to move. What did you lose? Well, I lost—I lost a very important paper.
2: Oh dear, contract for the office or something?
3: No, 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 no. It's got nothing to do with the office. It, 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 it's personal. Personal? Yes, it's personal. What do you think you could have done with it, honey? I've looked through this pile of stuff. It's not here anywhere. <laughs> well, Honestly,
2: what have you lost that's so personal? Well I... well, I... mean, it just sounds so funny. I mean, you and I don't have secrets from each other, generally. You're acting so sort of distant. I mean, kind well, of I, funny I'm about it.
3: sorry, darling. No, 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 I didn't mean to. I just... Well, I wasn't going to say anything about it until later, that's all. Here it is, here it is, here it is right here, here it is.
2: Mm. Well, if you don't want to tell me, I, I mean, I don't now, care. Look, darling, it isn't care,
3: anything. Though. You're acting so silly. Here, you can look at it. It's, well, it's my desk. My new desk. Yes. That I've, yes, I've designed for the den in our new house.
2: You've designed a desk? Yeah,
3: uh-huh. it's going to be a beautiful big desk, honey, with the... Modern well, yeah, in a way.
2: Well, I don't think that goes with early American things at all. Now, look,
3: one thing you told me was that I was gonna, it was going to be my den and I could have everything just the way I wanted Well, it.
2: I know, but it does seem well, to me that one of those beautiful old high secretaries with, you know, the, the, with bookshelves above and then the desktop opens or it pushes back or it pulls out, the kind of a desk that George Washington had. No, 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 now... Well, I don't think a modern-type desk fits in our lovely new early American home at
3: all, dear...
2: We're going to have one of these these big, ugly, modern desks. Well, those certainly... big, ugly,
3: modern desks, as you call them, are very convenient. Now, look here, will you, honey? Look, uh, I worked on this. Look at the shape of it here, see? It, it's going to be sort of kidney-shaped, and there'll be a place there for my typewriter, a place for the tape recorder, and a file space under here somewhere. Actually, this is just a rough wait a idea. Minute, wait, wait, wait
2: a minute, wait a minute. Let me get this straight. You're having the desk made?
3: Oh, yes, 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 a place Charlie told me about. This guy, Mr. Bauer, Charlie says is a real craftsman. I'm going to stop in there today and get an estimate on it.
2: Well, I certainly think it's all wrong having a modern desk in an early American house, dear. And this business of having something custom made with all the other expenses we have. I mean, only last night you started screaming when you saw the grocery bill. Now, you look, this just, is uh,
3: not going to cost much to at worse? all. And if I'm going to write any stories or books or anything, this is the kind of thing I'll need. I mean, writers need all their equipment around them, certain conveniences that to leave their mind free to work. <laughs> well, I recall
2: reading that Balzac turned out masterpieces when he was freezing and starving to death in a Paris garret. He had asthma so he could hardly breathe and gout and arthritis and a dozen other ailments, I guess, and he wrote by candlelight with a quill pen. Well, I
3: am not Balzac, and I am going to have a modern death. <laughs> all right, dear. It's your den. you think, Mr. Bauer? My friend Charlie Bemis told me you could build anything. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, Well, uh,
1: perhaps you explain to me again. You say this is a desk?
3: Yes, yes, that's right, a desk. Mm, Yeah. You see, you're looking down on it. This this is the top. Uh, uh, Is it drawn to scale? Well, sort of, yes. Now, you see, this is the place for the typewriter, this cutout section right here, and then these are bookshelves at each end here, and here they sort of curve around, you uh-huh. see? But I'd want drawers in here, and I want everything right at my fingertips. That's very important, if <laughs> you see what I mean. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. And I'd like a shelf that slides out, and a, a drawer here for the tape recorder. I, I want that to pull out easily.
1: Oh, that's what it is.
3: Yes, yes, uh-huh. Uh,
1: you have this drawn to
3: scale? Well, sort of. Sort of? Well, I mean, I'm not a designer. i <laughs> Matter of fact, I can hardly draw two straight lines. Yeah, that's so. Uh, Yes. Anyhow, this is just a rough idea. How big do you want this desk to be? Well, I figured about nine feet long. And four and a half feet deep. I mean, across the top.
1: Pretty big desk.
3: Yes, I realize that, but that's what I want. I want a good big desk. Yeah? Yeah, I need it for my work. Oh, so what kind of work do you do? Well, actually, I... (laughs) Well, I've got a lot of writing I hope to do.
1: Oh, so, you're a writer. You write
3: books. Well, not exactly. I mean, I hope to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that is good. Yeah,
3: well, actually, it's going to be more of a hobby, really. I've always been interested in writing, but... Well, you know how it is, never have time to sit down and put your ideas on paper. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so. You know, I'd like to be a writer.
1: Yes. All the stories I could tell. Uh, oh. Yes. oh, the things that happened in my business. <laughs> oh, my. All <laughs> oh, the things I could tell. Oh, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> oh. Now then,
3: about this desk.
1: Uh, a lady coming here the other day, you know, she wants me to put in a secret drawer in her closet. Now, what do you think she wants to a secret drawer for?
3: I, I don't know. What?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm asking you. Oh. What, uh, makes you think, huh?
3: Yes, yes. Oh, real story <laughs> there, somewhere. Oh, yes, 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 I'm I'm sure. Now then I, if you understand, I guess about the only thing left to talk about is the wood. Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought walnut, Mr. Bower, since my den is being done in some walnut paneling that my wife inherited from a cousin.
1: Mm-hmm. Walnut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, walnut,
3: ah. Okay. Well, now then, you think you understand what I want? Oh, I, I think so. All right, fine. I'll leave my card here with my office and my home phone on it. Now, if there's any question about what I had in mind, you could... Oh, <laughs> I forgot. I guess there was one thing we didn't discuss. Mr. Hmm? Bauer, how much do you figure this is going to run me? Oh, nine hundred dollars.
1: Mm. Nine hundred. Nine hundred dollars. Oh, it's not an easy job, you know. Uh, now, what you want here? Is... Oh, uh,
3: I certainly couldn't afford any nine hundred. Why? That... Uh, now, look, you you
1: want a good job done, and it's not easy.
3: Oh, but but I uh, uh, well, it is expensive. Well, oh, well, forget the walnut, then. I mean, how about some other kind of wood? I mean, something less expensive. Well, what kind of wood? Well, anything. Just plain old wood. Oh, well, you can take pine. Yeah, it'll cost you less. Hmm. Pine? How, how much less would it be to have it in pine? Then?
1: Oh, I think I'd charge you only $600 for that.
3: 600 $600?
1: No, now, look here. Pine? you you got crazy desk. You need good cabinet maker to figure out what you want. All right, I figure out what you want. I make desks. But I don't do bad job. I do good job. And good job costs money.
3: Oh, look, just, just forget it. Just forget all about
2: it. Well, I don't understand how any desk could cost $900. I'm only
0: telling you what he says. Really,
2: I tell you the, the way the price of things goes up is it's, it's just getting terrible. Well, don't feel badly, dear. I'm going to an auction with Eleanor, and she said there was a desk there, almost an exact replica of one that Thomas Jefferson used. I don't want a desk like the
3: one Thomas Jefferson used. I want a desk that's got some space. By golly, you know what? I'm going to do it myself.
2: Do what, you're saying? I
3: am going to build that desk myself.
2: (laughs) Honey, don't be silly. (laughs) Will
3: you tell me why it is you always think I can't do anything? Why do you always act as though I'm an idiot when it comes to just... Pounding a nail or <laughs> I, putting in a light bulb I or something. I
2: don't, dear, but let us face it. You are not as handy about things like like carpentry work as some men. Well,
3: everybody's got to learn, don't they? Well, yes, that's true. I'll admit that I don't do certain things, of course, well, but... Well, darling, uh, there's no... Sp- but I can certainly build myself a desk. Dear... Well, everybody's got to learn sometimes. For
2: heaven's sake, people don't start learning on something as complicated as a desk. Why don't you build a footstool or a birdhouse or something?
3: I built a footstool and a birdhouse many years ago when I was in the eighth grade. Oh, my dear. I have graduated. I will. All that. right.
2: I'll only say one more thing. There's only one way to write, and that's to sit down and write.
3: Now, what do you mean by that?
2: You don't think you're trying to avoid writing, do you? Oh. Now look. Let's face it. Ever since Charlie wrote some articles and sold them to the paper here, you've been galvanized into ambition.
3: Look, to... and I am going to write, but I, I, I've got to be prepared.
2: Oh, you know, I the see. more I
3: think about the do-it-yourself business, the better it seems to me. Do you realize how much money we could save all year round if we did more things ourselves?
2: Uh-huh. You realize? Uh-huh. Now, look, look at
3: the bill we paid to have a carpenter fix that board in the floor. It was ridiculous. I should have been able to do that.
2: Oh, well, now, dear, I wouldn't expect
3: you to do well, things I, like I, that. Well, I do. I should. No, I Did you no. realize that, that if this this were 300 years ago, I wouldn't even know how to build you a log cabin, put a roof over well, your head? Well, don't worry about it. No. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Come on, the potatoes must be done. Let's yeah, have
3: dinner. Well, you can cook potatoes. I, I, I should I should know how to do things like that. Give me that newspaper. Give me give me hmm? tonight's paper. What are
2: you going to do? It's time for dinner now, darling. Just give Come me to tonight's
3: paper, will you? That's something dinner. I should have done a long time ago.
0: We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. If we had our lives to live over again, many of us might choose the rough-and-tumble atmosphere of the frontier to live in. Cowboys, Indians, and all that. Others, however, would ask a more civilized existence in science, perhaps, or art, or medicine. As it happens, both ways of life are open to you every Saturday on CBS Radio, as most of these same stations bring you the stories of gun smoke and city hospital. That's like having your cake and eating it, too, for without sacrificing any of the adventure of your own lifetime you can enjoy the excitement our pioneers knew and shared in the warm human experiences that bring the physician his deepest rewards. Don't wait for that proverbial chance to live your life over again. Join us on CBS Radio every Saturday instead. Here you will enjoy a rousing Western adventure on gun smoke and an emotion-charged story on City Hospital. They couldn't be more different from the lives that most of us lead, and they couldn't be more entertaining either. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I saw your ad in the paper tonight, Mr. Hogarth. Now tell me, uh, does it have a stand uh, and, and a motor? Uh-huh. And how many saw blades do you have? Uh-huh. And you make bevel cuts with it? And spline grooves? Uh-huh. And you can do all sorts of rabbiting? Oh, well, that's fine. Yes, that's... Uh-huh. Well, tell me, what are you asking for it? Uh-huh. Dear, what uh-huh. are
2: you talking about? Well, I'll
3: tell you what, Mr. Hogarth. I, I-, I might just drop around and take a look at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Piper. No, 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 Piper. Yes, yes. That's right. Yes, yeah, right here in town. Uh Okay. Uh, Goodbye. (laughs) Hey, that sounds pretty good. (laughs) What
2: sounds good? You have said nothing to me.
3: Honey, he's got a real power drill, and it can be converted to a saw. Table with it, too. He's got all kinds of other accessories, you know, uh, which, as I understand... How much, dear? It's... Second hand. How much? Uh, oh, honey, look, you know, this is something I've needed for a long time. Now, now we'll, we'll have a wonderful place to put it in the basement of our new house, in my workshop. You know, a man ought to have a hobby. I thought
2: <laughs> your hobby was going to be writing.
3: Uh, well, i got to build my desk first. <laughs> oh, honey. Huh?
2: All I can say is you'd better get going. Build your desk and start writing because we're sure going to need the money. To pay for all the things that you needed to start
3: writing. Honestly, I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. Honestly, I love you, but I just don't know what you're talking about. Sometimes I'm going over to the hotel.
2: Betsy, guy. bedtime. Come on in the house, Betsy. Oh dear, the days go so fast. <laughs>
0: Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Sam Raskin and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz inviting you to listen again Monday for The Couple Next Door.